Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treats. Is is this the the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you made it here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got to the man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys and show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because you done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. And we're back in Better Than Ever, a new web interface for the rest of the NBA season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey everybody, welcome to Chief Concerns. I'm here with our host, former tight end Jason Dunn and former cornerback Eric Warfield. Fellas, how you doing? I don't know about JD, JD, but I'm tired. I just played 36. Dang. 36, 30, 36. Huh? Is that a, a new card, card game, man? Listen, I know you went out, went out to 36 holes on, on golf. Nah, a little chick that I know. She's 36 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for that story. Good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I, I hear you say, well done. Well done. There you go. Good for you. Um, e, your, your boy, uh, Steph Curry, broke the all time three point record last night. How, how, how are you feeling about that? Oh, I was excited. You know what? Um, these last few games haven't been as exciting until he actually got it. And I think he was stressing himself out so much to get it, to just go out and jack up, jack up, jack up shots where it made the game look bad because that's all, you know, he's chasing instead of, instead of playing his game is when he actually shoots better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it was like he was having wide open shots. He was just missing them. But I, I don't know if it was just too much on his mind and just go ahead and conquer it. Yeah, it, it just – I'm glad he got it done either way. Yeah, I didn't realize it, but at, after watching the game on Saturday, my Sixers going up against the Warriors, it was the first time a uh, a player had uh, blocked two three point attempts from uh, Steph Curry in his career, and uh, Matisse Thybulle did that during that game. I thought that was a nuts that, that was a nuts stat, which is crazy because like people know he's going to shoot the three. Yeah, they automatically know, but then it's like when he's chasing this this record, it, it, it's almost like more incentive to play that you know, that, that three pointer and block it mm. or to guard him off of it than it is in a regular game. But he makes it look so easy when he's just go out and playing a regular game. Then it's just chasing that record. You know, we know how it is though. I mean, it, when you know something within your grasp right? and it's like, you just, you just want to get there. You see the commercials where the lady yeah. was calling her, her, her kids 
and she was so distorted and they said it like a horror movie? Mm-mm. Well, that's what you sound like right now. You just... <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. Hey, man, you are all messed up right now. <laughs> Oh, uh, let me let me do this. How about is that better? Is that better? Yeah, it's better. Yeah. Two, one, two. Okay, here we go. We rock with this then. All right. Your right. volume jacked up higher, summer? No, man. You know what? I, I I don't know. I think my microphone, man, ain't it ain't working. It ain't serving me uh, any justice right now. So, but I hey, what would hey? That's I tell you what. Hey, listen. Won't send me at twenty dollars that you owe me from the Josh Gordon. Okay, so I can put you on a new microphone. Ah! <laughs> was, was that the bet, Was that the bet, Marcus? It was a bet, one. Yeah, it was the bet. I, I don't remember how much money it was, though. I don't know if it was. It was it 20? 20. That's all it was. 20. You got cash app? Huh? You got cash app? I sure do. Yes, sir. You sure will get it. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thank you. I, you know. I've been looking to just go on cash in on that real quick. I want to make that point of it. Well, I mean, and, and at the end of last year, we kind of we kind of talked about it. E got off right before we could uh, talk about it. But the the bet you guys had in the preseason that Lamar Jackson wouldn't have a one thousand yard receiver, we're about one hundred and seventy yards away from um, Marquise Brown getting the uh, that thousand yards as a as a receiver. I think you guys put a hundred on that one. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yep, a whole yard. Uh, and I'll take that too. We appreciate it. So we're, we're going to get us a new microphone, E. But courtesy <laughs> of you, I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it. He's a little, he little, little nuggets you give me. You did it when it happens. <laughs> well, what's funny was during that game, we got a bunch of people tweeting at us about how you were you were right about your prediction. Dunstradamus, I was calling you on uh, on Twitter. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it, man. It was funny. That little, that little thing you did with the, uh, the Zoltan. Got a kick out of that. It was funny. It was good. But I want to hear you say it one more time. What was that? What did you say, Marcus? I was that right. had nothing to do with him being in shape, knowing the playbook, nothing. That was like, okay, he hadn't gotten the ball in all these times. Just give him a little quick story and let him get in his arm. Sometimes that's all it takes, man, get the guy going. That's all it takes, though, man. That's I all hope, I, I, hope, I hope he's going. I, I know it. Man, now he's out this week, but you know what? Hey, hey look, he, he, got, he got a touchdown. He got Duke Hatches. Look, rest this week. Just go on rest. Just take your rest right now, you know? <laughs> rest? No, no, no. We don't need rest. We got Chris Jones out, possibly out, so that that, that causes a little fear. Yeah. 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 And, and there's a few more inactives, too, and we'll get to that uh, during one of the segments tonight. Yeah. But we, we, can, we can dive right in with the first segment, which obviously um, – if you're living under a rock, you would know that the, the Chiefs dominated the Raiders 48-9, to which was the biggest blowout in the Raiders-Chiefs rivalry history, which I thought was insane. The fact 48-9 and then 41-14 in two separate weeks this year. Um, but, yeah, it was a wire-to-wire from the first uh, uh, snap, you know, the, uh, the, the, the fumble for the touchdown, and then we kind of didn't look back after that. But what stood out to you in the 48-9 uh, to victory over the Raiders? I'll go. I, I'll tell you what, what stood out, man. First off, man, let me say this. You know, the disrespect, okay, first off, with them coming and standing on the arrowhead, uh, it, it was was unwarranted, ridiculous, and it, they needed anything to try to get them up and amped to come and play in the game. I, look, fine. You want to do that? Then guess what? You 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 better write you a check uh, that your butt can't cash. If you try to do that, you're going to get it. So, first off, 
in our house doing that is just completely disrespectful. I don't care where you play at, you just shouldn't do it. All right. It's classless. It really is. Uh, but the takeaways from the game, uh, defense playing still like always. The first, you know, fumble recover for a touchdown, man. It was just right out the gate. Just right out the gate, man. It looked like the game was just swinging right in our way, and you just knew it was going to be a good day. So a, a team that's been flailing like like the Raiders have been doing, uh, you're supposed to make them lose, right? Like I said, there's three things you got to be able to do uh, during uh, the fourth quarter of the season. Keep the loser teams losing, right? Win at home. And you got to win in your division. And we did those three things. So, uh, good takeaway. The defense played well. Uh, Josh Gordon, he got his little touchdown in. Uh, the running backs made touchdowns when they needed to, uh, um, you know, close to the to the, to the the end zone, to the red zone. Uh, that was it. That was a good takeaway, man. I think it was a, a, a full team win. And they looked really good. And that's how you do. You take advantage of, of the the, uh, uh, the turnovers. I think we had, what, five turnovers in the game that we had that we ended up getting? Something like that was it four or five? Uh, a lot, yeah. And so that that right there is promising. I think we're in a you know uh, a good spot where we need to be, kind of going into uh, tomorrow night. And that was my takeaway, man. Stellar, good job. Yeah, it was a, it was an exciting game from the start, especially to get the turnover and the, and the six points out of it uh, so so quick, just to to to, to kick things off. Um, you know, I'm more excited as to what the defense is doing. Because, I mean, for the years that we've had Patrick Mahomes, you know, that's basically what our, our entire team has been known for. It's a high-powered offense because of the weapons that we have and the guy that's, you know, distributing the ball. Uh, right now, I, I'm just flying on cloud nine because I see that these guys are making a, a, a complete turnaround to becoming a, a top-tier defense, not just a, a, a defense that has gotten better than what, Heck, well, I think we were like almost last in most categories to start the season out with. Oh, and yeah. to see how far they've come to be a, a, a top-tier defense. And, you know, Tyron is out there doing Tyron Matthew things. Uh, Chris Jones has just been a force. Um, and, and I don't know what sparked the light up under Frank Clark's ass, but he's been balling out there. Um so it's been a joy to watch those guys play. And, and the most exciting that I, I've really gotten out of it all is um, Dan Sorensen. I love all the plays that he's making. I love the time he's getting uh, for all the shit that he's taking early in the season. So, uh, you know, right now I feel like I'm his number one fan uh, to, 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 to get him back uh, to where he was, you know, at his best. And so just to see the defense balling the way that they're balling, that's, that's what brings me more excited. And especially we're going up against a, a Chargers team and uh, Herbert, uh, you know, who came into our place and, and put a whooping on us. So, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like it's payback time. But, you know, they're still a good team. They have two good receivers. They have a good running back. And they have a good quarterback. So we just need to keep up the intensity, keep up the playmaking that we're doing. Uh, I know there's talk that, like, Chris Jones may not play. Um, but hopefully – with what we've uh, sparked so far with the defense, the guys can keep it up. Yeah, he, he didn't. I don't think he passed the uh, the COVID protocol, right? So he he's going to be out. Um, what uh, Josh is going to be out? I think yeah. Willie Gaines is going to be out. Yeah, those are the and, three. Um, yeah, is that the only three I know? I think those, those are the only three from COVID, and then Jerry C is still uh, still out, uh, still out yeah. from uh, his personal yeah. reasons. Personal, right, right. Yeah. So, uh, 
it's going to be a good matchup, man, tomorrow. It's going to be exciting. And, and I know the guys are going to appreciate just having the weather, you know, just being out that way. So that's going to be the plus. Uh, but I, I, you know what I think? I think the guys, man, are riding high. Uh, like you said, e, that defense, and you know how it is, man. When you have that confidence, man, you're playing at a high level. But that many turnovers, it just rolls over to the very next week. It just rolls over the very next week, man. And that, what they've just been doing for the past six games, six games been holding teams under 21, uh, 20 points. And so you've been doing it for six weeks in a row. You just you, – you're walking around uh, like the, uh, uh, the the top of the town with your, with your chest out, right? Now, now, like you said, you're beating on your chest. You're sitting over there. You got your your, your 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 chin up. Now you're walking around proud like you should. And I think the defense, even with some of these guys that's out the key places, these other guys are going to be able to step up. And so I, I'm, I'm looking right now with with uh, uh, Chris being out, you know, Reed, Nandi, and all those guys getting a chance to come out there and see what they can do. You know, just keep this thing going, right? Yeah, um, as far as uh, the next concern is really about the guys who are going to be out uh, tomorrow night. I mean, obviously, we've seen the depth we had in the secondary. So, obviously, Snead didn't play last week. We have Mike Mike Hughes stepped up. I think he was AFC uh, Defensive Player of the Week this past week. So, it just shows the depth of the like, cornerbacks. Rashad Fenton, him, uh, Traverius Ward. Um, but overall, though, with Chris Jones and Willie Gay um, possibly, possibly being out, how big of a loss is that for our defensive unit going against a high-powered offense like the, the Chargers this, this tomorrow There's night? There's no easy way to sugarcoat it, and you can't. Chris is a force. Chris is easily the, you know, Aaron Donald's having another great year. You know, 10 sacks throughout the, throughout, throughout the first, what, how many games are we in so far? This is week, this uh, is week 16, right? 15. As, as, as a D-tackle. You know, he, he is still the man out there, and Chris Jones is, is, is right behind him. And, and uh, so you can't say that you expect us to be the same defense that we were without him because uh, he's a force. That's no other way of, of, of looking at it. And Gay has been playing really, really good ball uh, to where he will be missed. Um, is Neiman prepared? I think he is. He's had enough reps. He's had a Enough playing time to where he's, he's well experienced, knows the playbook well, uh, but he, he doesn't have the playmaking ability that Gay does. But I think he can he's, he's, he, he can make enough plays to where we can sustain and, and, and to get a win with it. Yeah, uh, somebody like Chris, man, it's hard to replace. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to like just plug and play. Uh, but like he said, like uh, he said, Neiman coming in. Uh, and the thing was, we was out gay the first of the season. We had, was without Chris at first of the season two, and so uh, the guys that that have been putting in that that, that came out there, uh, they, they got some experience under their belt. And like I said, they they've been kind of riding high with what the defense has been doing. They've been they contributed as well, you know. So that's a good thing. The thing is, can they sustain what they need to do for the entire game? And I think they can. Uh, I think you had to do, you know, some different things because, like he said, man, I mean, Chris is a force inside. I mean, you're seeing it. There's some things he's just doing that other guys just can't do. It, it just really, and so that that's that's going to be uh, really the challenge to see what he can do. You know, especially like Ingram and if Clark still plays at a high level. Frank comes out, plays a good job. I, I think you know we'll, we'll give these guys a, a good run for their money, man, and, and it's payback. It really is payback, and so. I think we'll do some things defensively different than we played them, the, you know, the first time around. 
and, and it's not going to be, you know, Justin Herbert just tossing the ball all around the, the field on him. Uh, the yeah, second I don't think game, we had Ward that game either, did we? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I, well, I, sure. right. I, don't think, I don't think we did. Yeah. That's yeah. Not, yeah. I think, I don't think we had him in that, in that game. So he, he's, him stepping in to be a, a, a great addition to uh, having Mike Williams and, and, and Keenan Allen out there. So, mm-hmm. um, but go ahead, JD. My bad. No, you, no, it's good because, you know, those guys, Ward, they're going to challenge those guys. And like I said before, once you have that confidence of, of playing like you have been playing in the past six weeks, uh, you know, you, you just got a whole different uh, feel about it, a whole different confidence uh, when you go up against these guys. Because we've we gone against some good receivers. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, Devontae Adams and the guys like that that, that they have seen in these past few weeks, uh, C.D. Lamb, I mean, come on now. So the thing is, you know, Mike and, and, and them guys coming back in there, they're like, look, man, we ready for them this next time. All right? We, we the guys we, y'all need to beat. So it's not us catching up to you all. They're going to catch up to what we're doing. And so I think, you know, going into the game, I'm going to give us an advantage, uh, no doubt about it. And I think offensively, offensively, uh, we're at an advantage too because now Patrick's seen what you've been able to throw at him. And so now he's he's more prepared. I think they're doing things, you know, calling plays at least this past week. I've seen things differently how they call the game. And I think that's just going to go ahead and go into it this week too. Um uh, but I don't care who you play. It's always hard to beat a team twice. And, you know, they got lucky. They escaped out of here the first time. Uh, but I don't think they're going to be so lucky playing against them this week, tomorrow. You know, they had a, a stat Monday night mm-hmm. with the uh, Cardinals. Undefeated on the road and got their losses at home. You know, we're, we're kind of in the same boat, aren't we? I think all, all the losses that we have are at home. Yep. Most of them uh, so we got we have the I know this is a road game, but you know we have all that momentum in Arrowhead, and, and you know being at home, we gotta find a way to you know play our best game when we're at home, man. Hey, we, we, hey, win within your division, right? Fourth quarter football, win within your division. That's got to be one of the keys. That's true. You know, when on the road, you got to get turnovers, and so we got some ball hawks, man. We start doing that, and the thing is, you sustain drives. Protect the football. If we protect the football, that's the main thing offensively. Protect the football, sustain drives, and we're going to be fine. And I think, uh, you know, with CEH back, is going to add to it. Uh, Nicole got some good looks last week. Uh, get him going a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, the way Gore looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, you know, we, we're going to be without him this week. Tomorrow, we're going to be without him. So, uh, but look, we got we, we still got the weapons. We can we, we still got the best weapons against uh, Joe against Joe. We still got the best weapons uh, on that field, bar none. Okay, seriously. So, and, and a good thing about the that, not a good thing, but the cancellation. If we're going to cancel out Chris Jones, they're without their left tackle, uh, the starting left tackle this week against us as well. I would say the 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 one drawback to not having Willie Gay. You got a, a running back like Austin Eckler, who's you know so versatile. He can play all over the place, and a guy like Willie Gay is an athletic linebacker. You know he could guard him in space. Um, so that's going to kind of be a problematic for Neiman. Um, and it, looking at the numbers, Mike Williams did kind of take our lunch money uh, last uh, last time we played him to get nine for one twenty nine, and then he had two touchdowns that game. Um, so I mean, it, it, this is payback. Um, and I, now, the question I did want to ask you guys: so any Chiefs fan who watches the Chargers games went going to San Diego or LA. 
those those stadiums are usually packed with with Chiefs uh, fans, so it's really not much of a home field advantage. And I will say this: you kind of mentioned about going to the uh, at this time of the year, the weather in LA is much nicer than Kansas City. So, like yeah, like a, like a thing like that for a player going to LA is that like kind of like a like a good thing for the players? Like they're like, oh man, we're we're, go, we're, go, we're going to the West Coast for this game. Is that like something that's like they're talking about? Like they're not the weather won't be an impactful thing, right? For the guys. Man, as much as people, you see guys out there with no sleeves on when it's cold, you know, nobody likes that. If we can play in 80 degree weather, <laughs> but, you know, where it's not scorching hot, you know, you got a nice breeze and it, it's, you got the, the nice grass out there. You would love that. And that's, that's what you love to play football in. And that's what LA kind of provides. Uh, nobody wants to be out there freezing the buns off and toes and fingers where you can't really feel. Uh, you know, your hands. So yeah, no, no, that that, that hurts, man. You can, we we pretend to be the tough guy out there the entire time, and it looks good for TV. But you know, when you get those licks, man, that's that that stuff stings. Mm. <laughs> you talking about being lubed up? I mean, you you yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Day, man. I mean, you out the open, boy. I'm, I'm telling you, man. You I mean, you wide open now. Shoot, I mean, you just feeling you you running on your tiptoes when you you out there. Yeah. I mean, shoot, man, you sitting over it like, uh, you know, with cold weather, you know, you try to put icy hot on and, and all type of different things, Vaseline, whatever it is, try to keep that, insulate yourself. But now you out there, shoot, man, you might just, I don't know, you might go free bird, not even wear no jockstrap or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you had some, like, crazy, like, uh, teammates who love that cold weather, right? I'm sure there's some, some like, the crazy bastards who love that stuff. Yeah, man. Again, man, that's just to psych, psych yourself out. Right, right. How tough are you? Oh, come on. Why are you wearing sleeves out here? Because I'm cold. That's why I'm wearing yeah. sleeves. <laughs> oh, you ain't tough enough? Yeah, it ain't got nothing about being tough. It's about <laughs> being smart, right? So I'm being smart. And, you know, if you want to go out there in the cold weather all you want to, be, have at it. Have at it. So. Well, you told that one story uh, last time when we played the Chargers about was it was Sean Merriman not wearing the – they want to wear a sleeve or they wore sleeves to the game. Well, what was the story you told, J.D.? Oh, yeah. you. I mean, you see all the – when they when it came to Arrowhead uh, during the wintertime, all of them had sleeves on. They, they was doubled up. They had two sleeves on. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know big old winter gloves. You know, I'm like, man, they can't catch no footballs. They ain't going to make no tackles. And you can see it. You can just see it in their in they face. They were just like, man, we do not want to be out here. For this game, you know. So I think I ran like an ADR to reverse on them, man. They didn't want to tackle nobody. <laughs> I'm just playing, you know. Yeah. Midwest is brutal, man, when that when that when the season changes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, real quick, man. I you know, I, I it, shout out, man, for you know, the tornadoes and stuff like that for everybody that was dealing for it, dealing with it here in Kentucky. Uh, you know, I, I know we said Midwest and we talk about the storms and stuff, but I, I don't want to bring up a summer moment. But uh, is that close to you guys? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm about about two two hours, two and a half hours away. Uh, my sister is like the, a mile down from where she she lives in Bowling Green. Uh, you know, there was like a, a, a apartment building that just got absolutely obliterated. I mean, completely demolished. I mean, it was like nothing else there, man. And my friend, I, I talked to him earlier this morning. Uh, he's from Mayfield, and he's on the phone with me, and he's in tears. You know, he just talking. He said, "He said, JD. He said, man, I don't even recognize the place. He said, I'm lost. He said because the places I, I would remember, 
I don't even recognize it anymore. And why he's telling me is, man, he's just he's just tearing up. He's just in tears. And he was just talking about how he's just he, he just had to go home to see what he can do uh, to kind of help out. And so I told him, I said, man, look, I, I, I'm going to say this. I said, I'm, I'm going to try to you know promote as much as possible for people to get out here and you know, give to this. I mean, it's been such a, a, a warm feeling for the, the type of response that you've seen from, uh, you know, people around the state, around the United States, you know, to help out and to give and, and, and see what people needed. Uh, the, the amount of, of, of friends and, and loved ones coming to the rescue of these things. And, and even, you know, the government coming in and helping out, trying to do their part and, and everything, man. So, I mean, the loss of life, man, is something that, you know, you just got to cherish because you can't get those things back, man. But, the, you know, uh, he, he really touched me and just seeing the things that they've just been dealing with down here. I've been thinking in my head, like, what more do I have to do? Should I even thought about, you know, going down and taking a chainsaw and see what I can do, man. And it's, it's been an outpouring of just a lot of a uh, lot of support from a lot of different people, man. I'm just so thankful for just seeing that, that human element coming together, you know, Get away from all the other stuff and just realize these things right here that you, you're dealing and helping other people out that's in pain is, is the most important thing you could possibly do. You know, showing that love. So, yeah. Yeah. Keep them in your thoughts, man, and the prayers. Uh, you know, all of them is needed, you know, and welcome everything. Um, you know, but, you know, this, this, this rebuilding. I heard a guy on TV say, look, you know, one thing we could do, we could always rebuild. Yeah. You know, we can rebuild. He said, but the thing is, we have a life and that's the most precious thing, the most valuable thing we can have. And we're just thankful for that. We thank God for that. So. For sure. For sure. I, I hate to segue away from that back to back to football, but um, uh, yeah. Uh, so with this game uh, coming up uh, tomorrow, it's crazy. We have, I, I, I to me, I can't, I, I hate Thursday night games. When you got, when you guys play, were there Thursday night games going on? No. Uh, so, uh, Jenny, you had the one Thanksgiving game against the Giants. Yes, uh, yeah, we had that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, trying to think if, if, yeah. When you guys that, played your game uh, early against the Dolphins, when they had that hurricane, when, when was that? Was that Saturday? Tomorrow. Or was it Friday? Friday. It was Friday. Friday. Okay. You remember Eddie? Yes, I just don't remember the day. Okay, yeah, because remember we had we had to fly down two days early, so we we flew down on Friday. And had the game on Friday because they, they said it was coming in that weekend. <laughs> we flew in, uh, got dressed at the hotel. Wow. Played the game, got on the flight, and flew out of there. I mean, it was just, it was like all like all in one day. And it happened, you know. And so, I mean, they just kept talking about, like, the adversity we had to deal with coming down. They made a decision, hey, we're going to play on this day. We're going down. And that's that's what we did. It was It was crazy. It was crazy. But man, we got we got the dub too. We got the win, you know. But shoot, that that, that turnaround of dealing with that uh, is always tough, and, and especially like on a Thursday night when you just played on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Not to mention you got to go out to the West Coast too. That, that that trip in itself takes a lot out of you. I don't know about E and I, man, but I, I just know like being in that plane for a little while, always like two time zones. They always talk about the jet lag and whatnot. Does it affect you? Did, did you ever feel anything like that, E, when you was traveling to the West Coast? I, you know, when you play, when you go out there to exactly. play. Yeah. There's about a 90% chance going and coming, we were playing some type of car game. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you didn't, going you didn't, and coming, we were playing some type of car game. Right. 
So, but you didn't, you didn't feel like uh, I don't know. You know how they say like sometimes the fatigue. I was like, caught in the moment, man. I it was you know you got <laughs> you got money here, you got cars here. It's like, <laughs> do I feel your turbulence? Do I feel the plane, the wing fall off the plane? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's cool it's cool. Cool. <laughs> huh? You never experienced any like jet lag going to the like the, the opposite different time zone? No. I mean, I, you know, sometimes I, I think once we get down that, you know, we play the game so so fast, you know, that we don't really, the effects of the jet lag and stuff like that don't really, don't really sit in with you until you, you know, get home and stuff. You realize like, oh my gosh, I just went through two time zones and getting back and everything's kind of off. But, you know, not too much. So you don't say playing a factor the short week and on top of that having to travel. You don't see that being a factor in anything. That's going to be tough. Uh, Everybody's got to do it though. Yeah, every yeah. team's got to do it. So, mm-hmm. um, but we just say got to adjust. Yeah, I mean, Chiefs this week. See, my thing. Look, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like when when you hear guys getting, you know, positive for COVID and stuff like that, you wonder like where? Okay, first off, where'd you get it from? Okay, who you've been around, who you've been exposed. There's going to be some more numbers coming up, you know, right now. It's always the thought of it, you know, because, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they're they doing testing every single day, especially somebody that's been around them. Like, now we got to test everybody every single day so we don't have an outbreak uh, with everything else. What, who is that? Is that uh, the Rams? Uh, they they don't, they dealing with that right now, aren't they? It's like protocol, they did, they, they did everything remotely. They didn't, they, nobody came into the office. And everybody, they've been doing like practice and studying the past two or three days at home uh, because it's been going around. So, well, well, the Rams had that the like the, the the day of their game Monday night. They had like five guys go out with COVID, and then over the last few days, we've seen the Browns. I think they have like up to 12, 10 to like eleven guys with out with COVID right now, including Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. as well as their head coach. Really? Wow. Yeah, mm. yeah it's it's crazy. Um, but so with the game uh, going to the next concern. So with the game uh, tomorrow, uh, with AFC is pretty much up for grabs. This is kind of the the it's right now to, to take over the West. Um, do you think the winner of this game is going to be the AFC West uh, champion? I think so. I think because you look at these other teams and how they're falling apart. Um, you know, before it was the Chargers were a top team. You know. Uh, take nothing away from Baltimore because they're still a good team when Lamar Jackson is healthy. But they're not the same Baltimore team that was playing at the beginning of the season. So it's like we've made the right strides at the right time. And I feel like us and New England are playing the best at this moment. Uh, you know, Tennessee is missing Henry. Still a good team. They're just missing a, the key piece of their their, their, their team. Um I don't think that Cleveland has enough. I don't think Cincinnati has enough. Uh, uh, who else is out there that could be a threat in the AFC? You know, they try to always bring up, yeah, Buffalo, Pats. Oh, Buffalo. You know, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, even them, like, they're falling apart. Like, you see these teams that start off so high, and, like, they come to this point of the, the season, it's when you should be playing your best ball. And and these teams aren't. And, they, and the teams that I feel like are the strongest right now, or us in New England. Yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I would have, 
Yeah. Will they win the AFC championship this game? Oh, well, if, I, I was talking about the AFC, uh, AFC West. So AFC oh, the West. West. Oh, the West. Oh, the oh, West. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, no, not, not, not necessarily, but uh, the West, because uh, I'm really looking at the Chargers. I know uh, they're, they're – but who did they get? They got beat by who in the in – the, uh, in the in the in the what's name in division who they get beat by? I mean, looked at their what's name? That's why I wanted to look at the, the record. The games they lost uh, as far as in division. Um, oh, they lost to the Broncos. I know uh, little certain little Pat had two picks that game, right? Yeah, twenty eight thirteen. Yeah, that's okay. that is that's the only loss they've had uh, to, in the division so far. All right, and so they, 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 probably... they play us. They play us, Houston, Denver, and Las Vegas to finish out the season. So they still have uh, two more division games after our game. Right, right. So they would for for them. If, if, let's just say they beat us, which I don't think they will. Um, if they lost to the Broncos and, and Vegas, we would win out. Uh, we win our and, and we won. We won the rest of our division games. We went out. So I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily see that. Uh, I think we're going to win the game anyway. But if the Chargers win, I still don't think they win the the, the division. If it makes sense, I, I mean, did I say it correctly? Because I think they would still lose to the Broncos. Maybe even you know Vegas might even you know come in there with you know with a hail mary and and and, and beat them. So, Eddie, uh, do you think that as well? If the Chargers win tomorrow night, they'll take it or no? I don't know. Um... I feel like we're the better team, though. And I, I don't want to sit there and, and think that, you know, if we lose this, uh, because I, I think we did some silly things to uh, shoot ourselves in the foot in the game that we did lose. Um, you know, Patrick forced a few plays. Uh, the defense wasn't on point. Uh, I mean, we just gave up some silly passes to where uh, it's like the guys weren't even covered. And to take nothing away from Williams and Allen, they're, they're really good receivers, but um, I just didn't feel like we were just tuned in at the beginning of the season at that point. So uh, I just feel like we're a better team. Uh, I don't want to sit and, and contemplate, like, if they win, uh, I, I feel like we need to win. Uh, one, confidence-wise, going into the, the end of the season or to end the season with, going into the playoffs uh, and trying to uh, – hold down a home field advantage with all this. So um, I just feel like we're a better team and, and to just not even think about what happens if they win. Because uh, I just think that we, we need this for the things that we're looking forward to going into the playoffs. Yeah. And plus, winning this game gives us a two-game buffer within the division. With, um, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's huge. Um, I did have a question. So everyone kind of talks about how it was, it was a complete game on Sunday against the Raiders. Um, the offense is still, I mean, maybe it's just, I, I still have my 2020 and 2019 goggles on when I watch the offense. I'm still waiting for, you know, some like, I mean, I, I'm still waiting for this, like, you know, a 400 yard performance from Patrick, you know, throwing bombs to Tyreek that, you know, throwing bombs at Kelsey. I mean, are we going to see that? I mean, or is this what the offense is kind of going to be for, for, for here on out? Kind of more of an efficient offense. I'm, I'm okay with what we have. Um, have teams figured out what we do? I think they understand we have two major pieces um, that makes Patrick more successful than any other quarterback, and that's Kelsey and, and Tariq. 
And if you can double those guys and let those other ones beat you, uh, you kind of minimize the offense. And that's what we've gotten throughout this season. Yes, we've had some breakout games. For the most part, we haven't. And we just got on track. Uh, Patrick throwing a touchdown just his last game. What was it, two or three games that he had? Yeah. Uh, but that's not a knock on him. You know, Patrick's still a top. To me, one of the top two, top three quarterbacks in the game. Um, but, yeah, if you take the, you know, double team, those two guys, it's a matter of the other guys having to step up. And right now, I don't feel like they've really stepped up to accept the challenge, um, and which is what we seem like we, you know, complain about every single week. Who's going to be the third, fourth guy? Um, so uh, those guys just have to step up. I mean, I know we've implemented Gordon in the last game with a couple of passes and a touchdown. So hopefully this was a, a kickstart for what he can do. Yeah, I, I think sometimes, like you said, you're looking at the goggles, you know, uh, the 2019 uh, and and what Patrick's been able to do. Um, like he said, you know, they, they're just starting to do things defensively different against us, which is fine because now all of a sudden, you, like you say, you find out what everybody else can do around you. And I think we have been just small increments of getting better or figuring things out. And so – our main thing has been just eliminate the turnovers. Our turnovers are the ones that's been hurting us more than anything else, yeah. right? And that's it's the same in the drive. So when you had a lot of it, like you know the, the drop passes or bouncing off guys' hands, and all of a sudden it, you know it's in, in the defensive hand, that's been our problem. Uh, last week, what was promising is we scored. We was in the red zone, and that was great. And that's what you're looking for because the efficiency of, of, of playing in the red zone is 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 something that every team is looking to, to, to be better at. And so if we build on that, and just staying that efficient like we did last week, then we're going to be good. Uh, and so like CEH being back, who's, who's going to be, you know, a big part of our offense. Um, like I said, like if Gordon, if he comes in and he gives you three, three balls a game, right. Then, Hey, he might just be that guy. He might just be that answer where you could use a big body, uh, throw the ball to him. Use McCole, like I said, on a couple of reverses. You know, a couple of little, uh, you know, trick plays here and there. Uh, I think I think we're going to be fine. So, you know, Patrick throwing for three hundred seven yards. You know, which is pedestrian for him. That's a great game for anybody else, any other quarterback in the league. So, yeah. hey man, I, I'm 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 good with it. I'm good with it. Uh, but like you know, being efficient uh, and balanced is, I think, is where we need to go. I think it's part where we need to figure out. Because if we just stayed like just being passing 50 times a game, that's not going to work. This, this not going to be a forte, especially if guys are, are, are not catching the football like they should or, you know, the turnovers have been going up. You know, all of a sudden, of course, what you're doing, you're putting our linemen in a position where they had to pass block all day. And those guys, they don't want to do it. They shouldn't do it. And so, um, you know, we got, we got two backs, three backs that should catch the ball out the backfield. So that's another weapon we've been utilizing too. So that adds on to it as well. So I, I, I don't, I don't mind it. I think we'll still get better. Um, so we'll be, we'll, we'll be good. Playoffs will be humming like we need to be. And, and what do you think they were using Gore? Cause I, I've seen some people online saying how, you know, Derek Gore was used. Like I, they love the fact that he was used, utilized a lot last game was, you think he was actually being utilized as far as like being in the rotation with the guys or is it more, we were blowing them out and we were just giving him some, some burn. I think both, to be honest with you. I, th I think he was getting some burn, but it's like, okay, let's see what this guy can do, right? We've we seen 
you know, uh, CEH Williams come in, you know, maybe I get as many yards. So let's, and I, I think to be honest with you, you know, e, you've been talking about like that back that has that balance. I think Gore has a little bit more of that balance where he can, you know, he seems like a more natural runner than everybody else. He, he seems like he has better vision. And what I didn't quite like, and I'll, I'll say this, here's, here's my being, you know, critiquing, is it just seemed like some of the runs, our running backs didn't really hit the hole with no vision running. And it seemed like it was a lot of like delay, uh, like handoffs. It was like that little, like, uh, you know, uh, oh man. I don't know. Basically, that's what it is. It's draw. like draw. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't even think of the name. That's what it was like. Delay draw. Like, and I was just like, man, what is this? Like, run down, run down heel. Trey Smith, Cree, uh, Thune, run down heel. Run down heel on these guys. If you delay, you know, you're taking away from the back, actually hitting the hole as hard as he as he can. And so, when you've got a guy back there dancing, you don't want him dancing. Hit, hit the hole. Hit the hole. You know, like I said, man, turn the you know turn the grass on fire with your feet. So I think we need to do a little bit more of that. Hit the hole. Eve, would you say uh, Gore's kind of the, the all round back you've been kind of referring to? That you that you. I mean, he's good, and I feel like you know having Ceh and 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 Williams and those other guys playing the way that they're playing, uh, that they deserve their 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 time. They deserve their carries. But for what Gore's done when he's played. He's shown that he's a playmaker. Uh, he's shown that he's, he gets positive yards when he does touch the rock. So uh, you got to try to find a way to put him in. Uh, we don't know uh, the status of, of, of people going into each game. And so you can have that, that core of guys where you count on each one of your running backs that you put in, whether it's in the backfield or, or tossing the rocks for them. Uh, yeah, you want to get those guys playing time. You know, it, it sucks that it came late for, for Gore, uh, where he got put into the game, but that was due to injuries. And uh, he showed his worth. And right now, uh, we st- we have to get CEH back involved with as many carries uh, that we can because he's our feature back. Yeah. Uh, but yet, Gore is a good back. You know, Williams is a good back. So uh, can you make enough plays, make enough time to get each guy the reps? When you got games that are blowaways like the Raiders, you can. When you got a game that's down to the wire, you can't. You have to give that feature back and whoever else is number two, those reps. And it was fortunate that we had a blowout win uh, against the Raiders, so he got the clock and the carries. And, and the reality is it, it wasn't against like a – this ain't preseason. It wasn't like against the second or third team. This is the first game. Yeah. You know, so – Um, and as someone online it said something that I tweeted back at them saying that the game kind of reminded me of, you know, with Blaylock and Priest. Obviously, they, they went through a lot of touchdowns, but, you know, having yeah. three running backs score in the game, just like, you know, just kind of remind me of the, the Priest Holmes Blaylock versus the Atlanta Falcons game. Oh, yes. Which he had a pick six in that game. I did. <laughs> oh, you had a pick six in? Yes, sir, did. Yeah, we, we want to shut Big down, shut him down, sit them packing, but also, too, they kept saying how they was the number one defense too at that time. And so that was another thing when they came in. So they, they came in strutting and all of that, man. We put the hung up five, I think, first half on them. Put it on. <laughs> Took them out to the shed. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I think we let the ball boy come in and, and run a couple yeah. plays. <laughs> you, you, you get in there. Go on with you some of it too. Go ahead. Do a little bit of this. Who was that uh, that pick six on? Was that Brian Finneran or was that Michael Jenkins? 
Oh, I have no idea. The receiver? Yeah, because well, he was throwing a hitch route, and you kind of came up and, and picked yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Roddy White. And I, I have the worst memory. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember who that who the uh, who that receiver was because I I remember seeing that that clip a lot on on, on loop back in the day. But yeah, <laughs> um, Brian Finneran. Brian, Brian Finneran. Who was the other receiver? Brian Finneran, Michael Jenkins, Roddy White. Michael Jenkins. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember Roddy as, as much like name called, but He's I remember fighting. Brian Finneran. Yeah, Roddy fight. That, that game was was we were clicking on all cylinders, offense and defense. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was just a little blast from past night. I made a comment about it. A bunch of people started talking about that game, and I thought that was that yeah. was <laughs> um, Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price. $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but just are grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift that they'll never want to take off, priced so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. Yeah. Okay. So final final topic uh, is the game predictions. So obviously we play tomorrow night. So a quick turnaround for for, for our Chiefs and us having a, having a show and then a game uh, tomorrow. So uh, obviously play eight fifteen tomorrow night uh, Eastern Standard Time on Fox, Amazon Prime, and NFL Network. Um, the, the game opened up as the Chiefs being a four and a half point favorite, but I, mm-hmm. I guess with with the with the guys going to COVID, the, the lines dropped now to we're a three point favorite now, um, and it's in Los Angeles. So guys, what? Um, who do you guys have winning this game, and what are your score predictions for this one? You know what's crazy? Like I, every week that I picked that we scored in the twenties, we scored thirty plus. <laughs> and every time I picked that we scored thirty plus, we scored twenty something. <laughs> so I hope that we're we're putting on a, a, a butt whooping. So I'm just gonna say twenty eight to twenty. Jeez, mm. it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go thirty one twenty four. 31-24, Chiefs. You know, so I think it's still going to be kind of a, 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 a lot of points being thrown around. Uh, the first time Chiefs have given up 20 points in the last six games, so seventh game they might give up. Of course, they don't have Chris and these other guys. So that's what I'm looking at, 31-24. I got Juan Thornhill getting a pick this game. Okay. Oh, I like it. <laughs> now, when you say uh, 31-24, uh, J.D., are you talking like, are we talking a Patrick 300 or 400-yard performance, or are we still talking like an efficient kind of like 250-yard kind of game with, you know? I think Patrick might go for about 324. Okay. Yeah, 354. Why not? Why not, man? Look, I told you they're going to be lubed up already. Everybody's <laughs> going to be out there like this, just, you know, doing the little uh, karaoke's and all, you know, skipping. Oh, they're going to be ready. <laughs> they're going to be ready. So, so um, yeah, man. Yeah, he's going to get it open this week. So. <laughs> I hope so. I'm playing the first round of my my fantasy playoffs, and I got I got Patrick, Kelsey, and Hill. So I need I need an offensive explosion this week. I need, I need the guys right. turning on this week. <laughs> uh, I got to buy this week. I got to buy. I sit back. 
I, I lost my bike as the Arizona Cardinals kicker hit that hit a field goal. I lost by point eight, so it dropped me from first place to third place. So I lost my bye on Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, just uh, going to the Chiefs and Chargers game, the line actually, uh, so the total points, uh, Vegas had it at 51, and then this morning it changed to 52. It's the highest point total of the week by of any um, of any matchup in the NFL. So 52 total points is the over-under for the game. Um, okay. And he went with the under, and J.D. went with the over for this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that does it for us. Good. Thanks for tuning in to Chief Concerns, presented by Bet Online, Gentlemen. Another good show, and uh, we'll see you next week to talk about this game and also look ahead to, I believe, was it Cincinnati next week? Cincinnati. Uh, oh, well, yeah. We, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. We got P- Pittsburgh. 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 Yeah, we ain't got the bungles yet, so, yeah. Two weeks for that. And that'll be an offensive explosion, I think, on both sides between Burrow and Mahomes. That'll be a nice matchup to, to talk about in two weeks. But we got Big Ben next week, so that'll be a fun one to talk about. Yep. All right, fellas. All right, gents. All right, gentlemen. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.